You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast with your host, Bradley Cook. Today, we're joined by Sherry Miller, who's the Executive Director of the Charmed Foundation. The Charmed Foundation's mission is to strengthen leaders of tax-exempt organizations through emotional intelligence and ethical reflection. Sherry, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's great to have you here, and I'm excited to learn more about the Charm Foundation, because you're working in a really interesting and unique space for the nonprofit world. Could you share with us at a high level about the work that you're doing? Sure. So our focus is with nonprofits and with um, the leaders of all tax-exempt organizations in Lake and Cook counties of Illinois and in Chicago. And um, our focus is to build community. Our vision really is strong leaders, collaborative organizations, and healthy communities today, tomorrow, and beyond. And so what we've done for the past 15 years is pull leaders together from different sectors so that they can be learning from each other. And a lot of that work is really with the idea of thinking that the answer's in the room. So what would a fire chief have to say to a superintendent that would make any sense if they're in different communities, so they don't even know the communities, and then let's throw in a, an executive director from a nonprofit, what do they have in common? Well, we all focus on the people side of leadership. So we create safe spaces for them to talk, share, celebrate together, challenge each other, and hold each other accountable. Oh, that's remarkable. And I, I wish that your program was a program that was in ev every city, but could you tell us a little bit more about the demographics in the, in the city where you're operating or in the cities? Sure. So, and, and also to tell you the truth, I only told you about one of this, the uh, services that we offer. So I can tell you more later, but uh, so we work in um, Lake and Cook County uh, of Chicagoland. So we've got um, really a, a big demographic from Chicago down to Zion all along the shoreline and then up to Buffalo Grove. We get, go up into Barrington and then all, all, all the way over. That's remarkable. And, I, and I'm, I'm super curious to hear your journey of what led you to founding the Charmed Foundation. Could you take us to you know, early days of childhood and kind of take us along that journey? Yeah. So I can take it up. Okay, early days of childhood. This is really all about people. So early days of childhood, I can tell you the memory I have of going to restaurants with my mother and my father, and they would sit me at the table facing the wall because I always wanted to stare at everybody and see what everybody was doing. So I was always interested in the makeup of people. So went to school in organizational behavior. And then fast forward, when I was at home with the kids, Oh, maybe like 20 years ago, I had my friend, my kids had friends come over to play and their parents would come over to pick up the kids. Um, being a single mom, I was pretty relaxed when it came to dinner time. I didn't make a difference when I put that tombstone pizza in the oven. So I invited the parents in all the time. And I lived in a nice community, but heard so much about um, abuse that was going on. So many people were hitting each other. Um, pinching each other, slashing tires, causing black eyes, putting each other in jail. And it wasn't just with the parents, it was with the kids too. And I thought, wow, these are the kids that my kids are going to be playing with. 
So the adults are affecting their kids and they're affecting my kids. And then I started thinking about it probably more when I was drinking wine than coffee with these guys, but started thinking about it. I'm like, wow, how is it, how are they affecting my kids? How am I affecting my kids? And how are my kids then negatively affecting the others? And so I looked at myself and I realized what I was lacking is certain areas of emotional intelligence. So I wasn't able to role model in a good way on how to um, handle my emotions or to have difficult conversations from being able to be proud of myself many times when I would erupt and, and or hold things in. And I decided that's not a good way to be a role model. So that's the beginning. That's what started it. I thought I, I, I then realized I'm really not alone. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of people out there that are missing something in the emotional intelligence area. In fact, all of us, if we want to really admit to it. Yeah. <laughs> I know I am. (laughs) So if we could get to the point where we're not standing in our own way, how much better could we be as leaders? And how did you identify that this is something worthwhile for for nonprofit professionals? What what was it that led you to that epiphany moment that, hey, I shouldn't just be a consultant doing this for money for corporations? Like, what was it that was was the finding your niche? Well, I think when I first started, um, and I said I was at home with the kids, I'm like, you know what, I want to start just by volunteering and seeing what's out there. And so I went and worked at a woman's shelter because of all the abuse that was happening in my neighborhood, and I wanted to understand it. And so from there, I went to um, teach a class of empowering women through a safe place and decided it was really nice for a couple of years, but I was maybe only helping 12 people each year. I thought, how could you do more? How could I do more? So with that, I said, okay, what can I do? And I I just started going down the path. I hired a strategic philanthropist to help me. And um, I just wanted to give back. It's something that my family has always done is give back. So that's, I wanted to follow in that path. That's remarkable. And what are some of the success stories or pieces that you've seen over the past 15 years that were really game changers for nonprofit leaders and executives? You know what, it sounds so simple. When I look at like certain communities, you know, when I talk about putting these, having these peer advisory groups together, um, and one of them we have in the same community with the top level tax exempt leaders just sitting around the table. For the first time ever, they're able to talk to each other and communicate. And if, if they're needing something, they can pick up the phone and call, where before they didn't even know each other. And it just seems like such a simple thing but it's huge. It's really changed the community at that top level and it's gone on down because now they, they have um, their next levels of leadership also getting to know each other through these peer advisory groups so that the whole community is really building together. So it is that collaborative um, community and that healthy community that we're looking for. Because the world of nonprofits is often lonely. It's messy and lonely. <laughs> well, you know what? Leadership is lonely. And so that's, I think, one of the, the big deals about all of this is they can talk with other people and they don't have to be alone. So we also do um, behavioral assessments. And it's been really neat to see the ahas when you get teams together and they're going over you know, what their personality is and how it affects others in the room. And when you hear them talk, they're like, oh, that's what we trigger, we trigger each other. That's why. And that's what causes this. It's lovely because it really moves them forward. I know uh, recently I went to a, a mastermind and yeah. we did a DISC assessment, but it wasn't nonprofit professionals. It was marketing professionals. And um, 
I, I learned so much about myself and that's such a simple assessment. You do more thorough assessments from what I saw on your, on your website. Could you tell us a little bit more about some of the more thorough assessments that you've done? Yeah, well, DISC is definitely one of them. In fact, we have a leadership academy also that we do. And the first class, that, that's for emerging leaders. And the first class is having everybody take that DISC assessment so they understand who they are and how they're coming across as a leader. Mm. Along with that, we have one that helps you understand what motivates you. What gets you out of bed in the morning? What excites you? And I said the word earlier, trigger. What triggers you? You may have something that drives you and somebody else is driven by the exact opposite. Neither one of you are wrong, but to understand what you're, what drives you and somebody else really makes a big difference so that you guys can move forward together. So we do that. We also uh, work with 360s. So 360 is when you're going to have um, people provide information on what they view in you. And we've created our own emotional intelligence assessment on this. And you have the people above you, beside you, and the ones that report to you all reporting on how they see you in those areas. We then pull the report together and then end up coaching after we get the, re the results back on that. And then the final one, we do have one on emotional intelligence. That's amazing. What, what advice would you, would your, I'm going to be a little vulnerable here and, and share. So the, the areas on the DISC assessment for me, when I took it, was that I was high on D, I, almost non-existent on S, but I had a little bit of S and very high on C. Ooh. Okay. So that says a lot. So. It makes it, me feel like a terrible person. <laughs> you know what? You know what's so neat? I think of this that every single person, like if you think, look at a snowflake, you've never seen two snowflakes alike. Everybody is 100% different and it's really needed. And when you look at a team, you need that difference also because people have different skills. So you're a neat balance because, and you must drive yourself crazy sometimes too, because the, I'll, t I'll talk just about the D and the C. Okay, so your D tells you you're extroverted, your C has you introverted, your D has you um, going very high level, your C wants to know how to dot every I and cross every T. Your D is not detail-minded at all, and um, that is what you're focusing on. Um, the, the D is somebody who is really quick to anger and may explode at somebody, and the C is very quiet and wants to make sure that everybody really is comfortable and that they always are winning and not making any mistakes. So you're, you might have a lot of, uh, the D is very fast paced, the C is, is much slow and slower and steady. So I'm gonna guess that you've got some stuff going on inside of you where you're like, whoa, who do I wanna be? What do I wanna do? What is right? Yeah, wow, it's so accurate. You're doing good for so many people. What are, what are ways that our listeners can get involved with the Charm Foundation or what help do you need? You know what, if you know of any tax exempt leaders in Cook County or Lake County, that would be awesome. Um, we have four different areas that we offer services. Like we, I had talked about the peer advisor groups where we have 10 to 12 people sitting around the table and really sharing on a regular basis. Getting This is like their, their tribe. They create their tribe, a, a very safe place to learn. Uh, we also provide coaching. We do assessments for individuals and then for the teams. And then we also have our leadership academy, which is for emerging leaders. So That's remarkable. And how do people find you? People find us. Uh, you can email me. Um, or you can even look at our website, our website, www.charmedfoundation.org. C-H-A-R-M-M-D 
foundation.org. You know, also, if, if anybody has any resources that they want to send around emotional intelligence, that would be awesome. I'd love to look at that and I'd love to respond. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And I, I wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Mm, well, thank you. Thank you very much. You too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.